Hello, Namaste, Sasrikal, Shalom, and Assalamu Alaikum. Welcome to the fourth episode of our podcast series, Girls and Boys, Ladies and Gentlemen. This is your host, Shafak. Welcome to our fourth episode of the series. Today, we will learn the culture and traditions of a Jewish wedding, including the Kituba, Baitikin, and the Betronal. Before we begin the Jewish wedding, the events really depends on the culture and traditions of the family practices. Therefore, they may differ from one another. So let's start with the events and the traditions. A traditional Jewish wedding is carried upon since 3,800 years before. The wedding has a meaningful ritual and tradition attached to each day. A Jewish wedding believes that the wedding is a day of Yam Kippur in the couple's life. So the Bidikar is followed first. On this day, a groom visits the bride's room and covers the bride with the wheel. The bride's face hidden with the wheel until the chupa ceremony. At the time of the chupa ceremony, the groom removes the cover from the bride's face. And this moment, the parents of the bride and groom approaches them with blessings and prayers. Later, the couple heads to the chupa for the remaining part of the ceremony. Now you'd be thinking, what is chupa? So the chupa is the wedding canopy splendidly decorated. The canopy is open from all four sides and the ceremony takes place behind the canopy. The groom wears a kittle which is a long white robe while the bride wears a long white gown. Basically, the white marks a symbol of purity. The betrothal. According to the Torah law, the two steps of wedding is preceded. The first is Kedoshin and the second is Nisuin. So the Kedoshin is performed at the time when the groom hands the wedding band to the bride. And Nisuin is when the husband and wife united under one roof of the chupa, the canopy. The mitzvah of wedding is now held where the rabbi holds the cup of the wine and recites the pictorial blessings thanking God for the blessing. Here, I'll tell you a really exciting thing about the Jewish culture. So they do not write God as G-O-D on the online or on the paper. They write G slash D, which means that the God, uh, they do not want to write the God completely, G-O-D, because they believe it's a very pious word and they cannot write on the piece of paper or on online pages where it could be erased. So yeah, this is an interesting fact. So the bride and the groom are given the sip of the wine that we were talking before. So the groom now places the band on the bride's finger while saying the words. 
with this ring you may consecrate it to me according to the law of Moses and Israel this has to be witnessed by a kosher witnessing so now we come to the fasting the couple is meant to fast on the day of wedding believing the wedding day is to ask for forgiveness and the past wrongdoings are forgiven on this day the couple do not eat from the morning until the first meal on their day of ceremony that's the kabalat panim the day of a wedding contract on this day the bride and the groom sign two contracts one for the engagement called tanayim and another called ketubah which is a marriage contract so the ketubah or the marriage contract is read loudly in front of the guests it is a legal document of a bride and groom of being officially a husband and wife so according to the jews the ketubah certificate is implicative of marriage among god and the law of the country After the kitubah is read, the document is handed over to the bride and groom. Now comes the Shiva Birchot. At the end of the ceremony, the seven bedenications, also called Shiva Birchot, are recited under the canopy. The reading is focused on happiness, a celebration, and the sense of love and prosperity of life. The guest includes family and friends, recites along for the blessings the blessings are read over the cup of wine and the bride and groom again sips the wine now they wrap the cup in the large napkin after that the cup is placed behind the groom's foot the groom steps and shatters the glass marking the joy and leaving the sorrow behind also this reminds the good and bad times for the couple in the future that they have to spend together after the glass breaks all the tra- the guest traditionally yells mazel tov meaning a good fortune a phrase is to express the happiness on the event So basically, Mezel Tov is said on different events. So now the dinner is served to the guests while the bride and groom leaves for the YouTube room where they spend the time alone and break their fast. After a few hours, the bride and groom join the guests where they're welcomed with music, singing, and dancing. The groom and the bride now performs the first dance and later joins the table of the parents and the grandparents rabbi and the attendees considering the connection with the older generation this marks the end of our episode and our podcast series Hope you enjoyed the traditional Jewish wedding and the other cultural wedding. If you haven't seen the wedding cultures I presented before, please go and watch my previous three episodes. Thank you and bye-bye.